You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. How many people have already started planning their Super Bowl party? (laughs) We're going to have a party here, actually. I said to my mom, I believe I'm going to make a seven-layer dip because I made one for Thanksgiving and it was a big hit. The only thing is if I make a huge seven-layer dip, I can't eat it all myself. That's not happening. So similar to what I did a few years ago when I made a buffalo chicken dip for the first time. Oh, that was so good. I actually, maybe I'll pivot and make that. Jay, if I make buffalo chicken dip, will you eat it? I would definitely get in on some buffalo chicken dip. Okay, but not the seven-layer dip? What's the layers? Uh, Avocado or guac, olives, um, sour cream, cheese, beef. I mean, I don't know if you would eat all of that. Sounds. I think I'd be more inclined for the buffalo. It's more up my alley. Oh, okay. Well, then, for that reason, I'll make sure. So, I I haven't decided at some point. Jay's always all in. He doesn't always bring anything to the table. Oh, come on. Okay. When was the last time you offered to bring me some food? I absolutely brought candy. food last time. No, 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 candy. no, no, no. Candy. The other night you think, said to me, should I bring some candy? That was the other and night. And if it's not candy, then it's some snack you got out no, of no, the, no. the gas station convenience store. <gasps> Don't lie. 90% of the time, oh, it's oh, now the it's ga- 90. It's, it is 90%. 90% of the time, it's something you got from the gas station convenience store or from the, the uh, what are those called? Vending machines. From the vending machines. It's the thought that counts. I'm looking out to get food. Is it? If you know that I'm not going to eat candy or Mm -hmm. something from the gas station convenience store and then the vending machine. Like, I appreciate the offer, yes, but most of the food that you eat is not food that I want to eat on a regular basis because one of us cares about our health. (laughs) (laughs) Just admit it. Your favorite food groups are soda, candy, and junk. Yeah, I'll admit that. Okay, well, I can't eat like that, nor do I want to eat like that. But what about what did I bring recently when we had an actual meal, and it was food, and you enjoyed it, so it's not every time. Hmm. Hmm, forgot that. I honestly have no idea. A sweet potato fries? That uh, happened. A see, fries, though. Like, that's sweet potato the, fries. Okay, Come but on. Still, they're still fried. It's still fried food, Jay. Like, when was the last time you brought something Can't healthy win. or something that I could eat without having to worry about gaining 18 pounds? I bring peanuts now and then. <laughs> what was the last time? It's been a minute. Okay, it's been a minute. Jay, I told Jay, I had to give him an ultimatum recently because every single night he would show up with candy from the gas station convenience store. Jay, if you care about me, you will stop bringing candy. I cannot eat candy every day, and you should not be eating candy every day like you're a sixth grader, but it is his favorite thing. The Swedish fish, he has friends now. What do you want me to do? I want you to not buy your meals from a gas station convenience store. This is more of a snack, I'd say. It's a staple. Just be honest. Where do you shop the most? (laughs) 7-Eleven. Oh, my gosh. See, I mean, many of you out there, I'm sure, can identify with Producer Jay, but I cannot because I'm not. Not only do I not want to eat like that because I value my teeth 
but also I would gain 800 pounds if I ate like producer Jay. He just doesn't happen to have that challenge in his life yet, but but beware, it'll happen. My metabolism slowed down around 33, and you are getting dangerously close. We're getting there. Yeah. Anyway, it's totally fine. My point is only that Jay loves it when I bring food to work. Um, but for the most part, he's not like, hey, I'll bring something too. What would you like to bring for our Super Bowl Sunday? Super Bowl Sunday? Mm-hmm. Don't food? say Swedish fish, please. No, a real food like sliders would be cool. Are you going to actually make them or just order them? <laughs> I, I, I'll let you decide. No, I'm not deciding. This would be your contribution. Well, well I mean, I will let you uh, make that determination, I suppose. No, nope, I wouldn't tell you. Nope, I'm not your mom. You can make a determination nope. on your own. Meaning I'll make them or I'll buy them and I wouldn't tell you and you'd have to let me know if you think that I, I made them or if I bought them. I know you don't make anything I, except I, for I, eggs. I That's can make a burger. Sliders slider. that you bring to work? I can make some sliders. Yeah. Put them on some little rolls. Dress them up, season them. No, it would be the fir- it would be the first time. You know that it would be the first time. <laughs> but I guess there's a first time for everything. So anyway, if you're planning your Super Bowl party, I don't know if Jay's having a party. I get invited to parties and I always have to politely decline because I'm boring and I take notes during the Super Bowl. And in addition to that, who wants to go to a party, have your laptop, your note cards, your pen, and be telling people, hey, quiet, I, I need to hear what's going on. <laughs> or even worse, I very frequently replay moments that I need to see again. Uh, even more than listening to the announcers, because a lot of times I accidentally tune them out. I'm just so focused on what I'm doing that I'm not really paying attention unless I want to hear what they have to say about a particular play. Uh, and so <laughs> I'm the person who is rewinding and then fast forwarding through commercials. So I nobody wants to watch football with me, really, uh, and, unless you know ahead of time, right, that that's what's going to be happening. But it's not fun. So I decline invitations to Super Bowl parties. I used to explain, and now I just say, I'm sorry, I have other plans. Uh, Anyway, I do try to make some kind of food so I have something to look forward to other than taking notes. (laughs) Um, But I heard these stats uh, on a news report as I was driving into work. And for those of you who are going to have fun watching the Super Bowl, are you ready? This is what you should prepare for at the grocery store or the liquor store, I suppose, depending upon where you shop. First of all, the price of avocados has plummeted. Thankfully, there was a real good crop this summer. Remember this time last year, avocado prices were through the roof. Thanks, Mexico. And so now we know that the avocados will be reasonable since that is a staple for a lot of people in the form of guacamole. (laughs) So the prices get passed on to you. So avocados are much more affordable for this year's Super Bowl parties. However, the cost of beer is up 11%. So just be prepared to fork over extra dinero o moneda uh, for your cerveza. <laughs> so you're you're going to end up paying more for beer, but not as much as you would pay. So I suppose here's your excuse to drink more beer and less soda. Soda, and I've noticed this at the store, is up 25% over what it was a year ago. How about that? Primarily because of the cost of sugar. And for people who drink Zeros, I drink Coke Zero, Dr. Pepper Zero. I don't know what their excuse is for passing along the cost to me when the price of sugar is up and there's not supposed to be any sugar, but whatevs. So yes, the cost of soda is up 25% from this time last year. And finally, the price of chips, which is absolutely a staple no matter what party you're at. Generally, corn chips or 
blue corn chips or tortilla chips, uh, Lay's, Ruffles, whatever it is that you eat. The price of chips up 22% over last year, which I've also noticed. I don't know if that applies to pretzels. They're also a staple. Um, So, yes, I'm going to have to figure out. Actually, I have three bags of chips. I'm such a chip fiend. It's really not good for me to have this many chips. I practice exercising willpower and self-control by having the food in the house that I want to eat so desperately like ice cream and making myself wait until after a workout or after yard work, something like that. So it's a good practice for me uh, to exercise self-control. It's why I tell people, um, I've said this to producer Jay, I have more self-control than you will ever know. Because <laughs> I make myself, I, I kind of do this to myself on purpose. I have plenty of chips, so I probably don't need to buy chips. And I'm certainly not drinking alcohol before I have to come into work. Neither is producer Jay. <clears throat> no Super Bowl party drinking for you. Are you guys having, Neither. is your family doing a party? Uh, friends mm, doing a party? My well, One of my best friends is actually a huge Eagles fan, so I'm sure he's going to have a thing at his house. But I, I'll be like you. I'll probably just be watching the game, taking notes, and being a little lame, but it's all right. So if you're a little lame, what does that make me? Cool. I mean, that wasn't even a kick save and a beauty, but nice try. Lame just came out of his mouth, and that's what he thinks about those of us who have to watch the Super Bowl on our own. I mean, those of us. I'm in that group. Well, group you are now. You there. are now, but you just said it's lame. It's a little lame. Yeah. I mean, you know, is what you do what you got to do. Can I tell you the truth? As much as every now and then I think, oh, it'd be so much fun to not have to feel the pressure of breaking down a Super Bowl, that's a fleeting thought because there is no place on earth I would rather be than in this radio studio in the wake of the biggest game of the entire year. So I say it all the time. It is a privilege and an honor to be one of the first voices that you all come across uh, breaking down the Super Bowl. It's one of the reasons why I've continued to work this schedule because I love Sunday nights. It includes Sunday nights after humongous playoff games. So last night, it would have felt so wrong to not be here talking about it. And as we come up on what will be my 11th CBS Sports Radio Super Bowl postgame show, yeah, fleeting moment, I think, okay, maybe it would be great if I didn't have to drive into work and talk about the game, and then I think, hell no, are you kidding me? There's a lot of people out there who are envious that this is what I get to do on Super Bowl night. (laughs) Yeah, I worked hard to get to this spot, so I will cherish every second. But if you're having a party, uh, first of all, I I suppose I could share some of my chips with you. Second of all, be prepared to shell out more for your beer and your soda and your tater chips. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. Our phone number, 855-212-4227. On Twitter, again, you're very kind. Lots of messages coming in over the last 24 hours, and uh, they they are special to me. Some of them are those of you who've been listening for years, and so you know me pretty well. Uh, so thank you for those on Twitter or on Facebook. After Hours with Amy Lawrence. We were going to do a TD of the week, and I don't know that we've decided if it's worth it. We were going to do one touchdown from each team, but I I don't know. Is it talk about lame? Is it lame? when there are only two games to talk about to like highlight one touchdown, knowing for instance that I don't know the even though the Eagles killed it, their touchdowns were not super exciting. The second Miles Sanders was pretty impressive when he broke through the O line and not a finger was laid on him. The Christian McCaffrey was uber impressive. 
even though it was in the team for the team that scored the fewest number of points this weekend. But that touchdown was awesome. The man is not tall, but he is strong. And if you do not wrap seven arms around him, generally you're going to find yourself on the ground and he's still moving. Uh, So strong and so powerful. He broke through multiple tackles on his way to the end zone. Uh, That was the only touchdown the Niners would score. So I suppose we have no choice except (laughs) use that one as TD of the week. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, I mean, his touchdown pass, which it was a progression. It was not his first read or his top option to throw the ball to a Marquez Valdez-Scantling in the end zone who ended up on his rump. Uh, Two cheeks equals, or one cheek equals two feet. Uh, But he he had two cheeks down. So that was a phenomenal touchdown and really, it wasn't just about Patrick. It was also about MVS and his post route and coming back to the football. Uh, you know that there was a – shoot, there was a moment um, when I, I I think it was a ball that was knocked away from a receiver. And I distinctly recall seeing – because the receiver, he turned around after he ran his route and waited for the football, but he did not go back to the football. Instead, the defender, because the, the the receiver was not moving back toward the football, the defender was able to step in and just knock it away. And I distinctly recall seeing Mahomes say, you've got to come back to the ball, you got to come back to the ball. And that is one of the rules in basketball, too. When your teammate is looking for a target to pass the ball, you go back to the ball. Because if you don't, the defender's seeing what you're seeing. The defender's seeing the ball coming towards you. So you want to be on the move and get in front of that defender and be Johnny on the spot or Jenny on the spot, I suppose, and make sure the defender doesn't get to that ball before you do. So, yeah, it was uh, it was a really impressive connection between Mahomes and MVS. And then for Joe Burrow to T. Higgins and the, the Bengals, that was awesome. Uh, the way he found T. Higgins and the way T. was able to outleap two Chiefs defenders. Uh, so I don't know. I suppose we could do TD of the week or we could not. We're not really feeling it yet. We're just, we're not there yet. (laughs) It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. We've got a lot more to get to. A reaction from Zach Taylor in the wake of the Bengals coming up just short. Uh, But there are other things too. And we'll do this before we get through the hour. Uh, Novak Djokovic is back to number one in the world rankings. And we didn't have enough time or really a lot of time to be able to talk about his win down under, uh, but more than just his 10th Australian open singles title and his 22nd grand slam championship, uh, which ties him with Rafa is how emotional he was. He was essentially crying like Joseph Asai was just for completely different reasons. And so he explained his emotion and his outpouring of just everything, the release, the relief. Um, And I want you to hear from him. Uh, Also, Rory McIlroy, he likes to pick fights these days. And uh, just like the Chiefs, when you win, then you can say whatever you like. Because not only did you walk the walk, but you had the right then to talk the talk. So, yeah, a little bit of golf and tennis to mix in. I wanted to tell you, too, about Brock Purdy, the the diagnosis for him. And since I teased that, I'll say that here before we take this quick call. Brock Purdy, unfortunately, was diagnosed with a torn UCL in his right elbow. So a torn ligament in his right elbow. Uh, and that was on the hit with Hassan Reddick. Uh, that his arm was bent back at a really awkward angle as he's holding the ball up and he's getting ready to throw it. It was it was a fumble. 
Um, and Hassan Reddick essentially was unfettered to get to the quarterback, uh, like a Chris Jones was for most of the game uh, with the Bengals. I know people have come at me with, oh, it's unlucky. Oh, it's, oh my gosh, how often this happens that I'm talking about a particular play and I look up and it's on NFL Network right in front of me. Are they listening to me and they're they're attempting to uh, to match what their videos are with uh, what I'm saying at the time? Did Meta take them over? Stop in it. In that case, yes. Meta is the devil. No, Meta did not take over NFL Network. NFL Network's not sharing its revenues. So... Hassan Reddick was able to get unimpeded to the quarterback and slammed into Brock Purdy, created the fumble. We know that the Eagles are extremely aggressive. What we had four players on the Eagles squad this year with 10 plus sacks. They love to blitz and rush the quarterback. They love to create havoc. And Reddick is really good at it. He had a phenomenal game uh, in the NFC Championship. And so how about blame the offensive line that didn't block him and gave him a free lane and free reign to get to Brock Purdy? Uh, Meanwhile, Purdy himself indicated how sad he was that he wasn't able to be out there and play at full extent. But the news was worse on Monday. This torn ligament in his throwing elbow will keep him out for six months. Uh, And so based on the timeline, he might miss the start of training camp. Maybe it's a couple weeks into training camp. But the issue is, of course... Yes, he's a rookie quarterback that defied all expectations. And Fred Warner said to us, he's the reason we're here right now following the NFC Championship. He won over his teammates, not to mention was instrumental in the Niners winning a bunch of games. He developed a rapport with these targets and and they trusted him and he became the voice in the huddle. He likely... Would be, and I, I don't, we haven't heard from Kyle Shanahan yet. Shanahan hates talking to us about quarterbacks, so he's probably not going to give us anything. But you would imagine that he and Trey Lance would compete for the starting job. Lance coming off the broken foot. And so the whole thing just sucks for Purdy because he doesn't now have the offseason. Voluntary OTAs, mandatory OTAs, uh, his his own workouts with potentially a quarterback guru, right? Like the opportunity to work out with other NFL QBs. There are a couple of different quarterback whisperers, so to speak, uh, who work with these guys in the offseason. Josh Allen and Joe Burrow, it's one reason why they have a great relationship because they work with the same QB coach in the offseason. And... For Brock to not have that time, to kind of take a breath and now really start his training with his teammates or on his own to work with a quarterback coach because now he's he's deserved that and he's going to compete for the starting role, all of that stinks. Uh, He is seeking additional medical opinions to determine whether or not he needs the surgery, though the team wants him to have the surgery. Uh, That's according to Adam Schefter, but yeah. Sucky. It's sucky for him. Uh, it's sucky for the team. And n- nothing easy. Their quarterback situation, nothing easy now for about three years. It's been, whew. and And here we are. Jimmy Garoppolo is about to be a free agent for the first time in his nine-year career, right? Because he was just about to hit free agency with the New England Patriots when uh, Bill Belichick traded him to San Francisco. Why? Well, because Belichick knew he was going to lose him for nothing at the end of that season. So he wanted to get something for him. I think it was a, don't quote me on this. I think it was a second round pick. He gets the big deal from the San Francisco 49ers. At the time paid him $27.5 million. Remember when that was a lot for a quarterback? It paid him $27.5 million a year, even though he only had a, a few starts under his belt. 
but they were good starts and they liked what they saw. They rewarded him with the contract. And and since then, he's been on and off the field with injuries, though he did help them uh, start this win streak this year and obviously help them get to a Super Bowl going back a couple of seasons ago. But I was thinking they were going to let him walk, finally, finally. Um, <laughs> he finally gets to be his own man and determine what he wants to do um, and be part of an actual offseason where he's available as opposed to last year where he was he was injured. And Brock Purdy and Trey Lance would go for the starting job, and neither one of them really is going to be available right away in this offseason. So they're going to have to have a quarterback to help them run through OTAs so what? Resign Jimmy Garoppolo? <laughs> I just want to see. It's just a mess. Okay, so I'm running a little bit late here. Chris will get to your phone call coming up, uh, as well as Zach Taylor uh, talking about Joe Burrow's contract extension. So we'll do a little a mini edition, I suppose, of QB News. You can find us on Twitter, After Hours CBS, also on our Facebook page. We're glad to connect with so many of you. Thanks for supporting us and listening to us. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're on CBS Sports Radio. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. We welcome all kinds here on After Hours. Tom is listening. Actually, Tom's not listening. He's talking. I was in the locker room talking about a hello, hello. Go ahead. Oh, no, because I, I, was, I was practicing what I was going to say. Okay, so okay, nine. Time out. Do you have it written down, or are you practicing in the mirror? No, 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 no. I was, I was just practicing what what I was planning on saying. Tom, before we let you go, do you feel like the practice helped? <laughs> oh, of course. Yeah, pr- practice makes 
makes the uh, that much more successful. And thanks for having me on the air. No, thank you, Tom. I appreciate that. I've never had someone get caught practicing before. This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. special boy he was proud of himself when he put that together uh and we you should have seen our faces we were incredulous and and tom didn't really get it the fact that it was it should have been embarrassing for us to catch him practicing on the air he didn't care about that at all it it took him a good 30 seconds before he even realized he was on the air uh There are moments where I miss taking more phone calls. I mean, I'll tell producer Jay sometimes, hey, let's take some calls. I don't mind. I don't know if it's the fact that, especially in the final 90 seconds, 90 seconds, oh, Lordy, the final 90 minutes of the show where people are generally into their morning routine and are less apt to call a radio show, they're driving or uh, they're working or they're getting ready for work, whatever it is. So I, I totally get the time slot is challenging. But also, it seems like when we do try to take calls, it doesn't work out so well for us. <laughs> now, here, I don't know. The ratios are potentially 2 in 10, 3 in 10, maybe, where we're really, where we feel like the show was improved or bettered or, you know, that the caller had something to add as opposed to just being comic relief. And I don't, I don't love that. So, We've, we tend to take fewer calls. In fact, that's the kind of radio I grew up on. Uh, in my previous network, we did not take phone calls. We, that's not what you did there. And I remember when I first got this job, my bosses, we negotiated. Okay, you're going to have to take more calls. And I said to them, I'm not taking a, a four-hour call-in show. That's just not who I am. I, I wouldn't listen to it. And, and I don't feel like that's super intelligent radio. And that's not a knock on the callers. It's just people can talk to their friends about sports anytime they want. But if you're listening to a radio show, you're generally listening to hear someone's observations or someone's reaction. So it's just not the type of radio that I think is highly entertaining. So we kind of negotiated back and forth. Anyway, we got to the point where we don't take a lot of calls. But Jay, is that because you don't put them through or because people just have stopped calling because they think it's not worth it? I don't know. Oh, no, we get calls sometimes. I'll put them through. I won't get to them because I'm also a member. We don't have two people in here. Oh, I remember. Thank you for for pointing that out. Jay, just remember, we don't have two people back here. As yeah, if I can't so, see the empty chair, but, you know, thank you. If I had an extra, like, four arms, we could probably get you a couple more, but... Yeah. Well, if you put down the candy, maybe you would have an extra hand. Yeah, then I'd have to put down the candy. Exactly. All right, let's talk to Chris. We're taking a chance here. Talking to Chris in Nebraska. Welcome to After Hours CBS Sports Radio. I am a longtime first-time caller. Oh, sweet. I Welcome to the to show. Ask... Thank you. I just wanted to ask a quick question about snacking with uh, the Super Bowl. What's your one go-to that you have to have? If it's there, granted, it might be horrible for you. But what's your one snack food or like I don't know dish Junk? that you would have okay, if you dish. had a choice? Gotcha. Well, I generally do tend to err on. I only go to Super Bowl parties if there's chili or if I can bring chili, and the chili has to have the sour cream and the cheese and the green onions I... and all the stuff on top, right? So uh, that is my go-to. So I'll de- I will have chili because I'm I'm the queen of that at my I... house. But I wouldn't say that's a junk food. You can generally make chili relatively healthy. So. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. My go-to, and I could, I'm not joking about this, Chris. People have to cut me off. I could eat an entire <laughs> bag of Tostitos Lime Chips in one sitting. I could eat the whole freaking bag. Uh, and it's right. they're so good with salsa. But I also have a horseradish dip that I make. They're really good with the oh, horseradish wow. dip, too. So, yes, I tend to, even if it's veggies in a dip, I tend to go a little bit nutso when it comes to dip. Especially if it's a, a horseradish dip or, or something along those lines, like a sour cream dip. So, yeah, keep the dip away. From me, keep all dips away from me at the Super Bowl party because I'll eat the entire bag of chips and they'll be drowned in dip. And before you know it, you'll have to like roll me out of the chair. Yeah, I'm a sucker for queso with meat in it. So oh, there I'm you right go. There with you. Yes, queso is really good. So salsa is relatively healthy. Queso, not so much. No. <laughs> but here's what else, Chris. Because I love to bake, I use it as an excuse to bake. And this year I'm going straight chocolate chunk cookies. And Jay just looked up. Oh, wow. oh yeah. like As he's stuffing his face with a Snickers bar, he looks up at when I say chocolate <laughs> chunk cookies. Uh, so, yes, I love to bake cookies. I, loved, I like to show off as a baker. And so I will probably bake a bunch of cookies and then bring those to work as well. Nice. That's a great snack. Yeah, well, so many snacks. That's See, it's better for right. me to be working and not going to a party, really. Oh, I understand. <laughs> well, thanks for taking my call. Of course, Chris. Have a great night. We're glad to hear from you in Nebraska. I'm glad you found the show. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. Uh, yeah, we'll have more of these kind of fun stats and facts and figures. Uh, but the way I started the hour is... Beer is up 11% from a year ago. Soda is up 25% from a year ago. So I guess there's your permission or your economic reason to drink more beer and less soda. Uh, And then chips. Oh, oh, right to my heart. Thank God I have a reserve bag of Tostitos Lime Chips. No, you cannot come over, Jay. I have a reserve bag of Tostitos Lime Chips in my cupboard because I keep a spare just in case. And then I tell myself, you know what? You better open those and eat them because they'll go stale at some point. I also have, remember, Jay, do you remember? (laughs) Oh, chips are up 22%. Do you remember how I told you going back to, I think it was Thanksgiving weekend, I had a house sitter and I was cleaning up after her a little bit. And because I always, she leaves things behind. I always find things. So she left her charger or, you know, the the piece that plugs into the wall, the adapter. She left that plugged into uh, the outlet in my spare bedroom where she stays. Uh, And she left a few other things. She left chicken in the fridge. So I put it in the freezer. It's still there. I'm like, you could just get your chicken. And she's like, nah, just eat it or throw it away. I'm not throwing away perfectly good chicken. She also left pasta sauce and cheese and other foods that I don't generally eat, or at least that's not the kind of pasta sauce I would eat. I tried. It was disgusting. So I was like, no, I cannot. I can't eat this. It was so sweet. So I, I tend to eat more authentic Italian pasta sauce, and it was so sweet. It was so uh, totally filled with sugar. I had to throw it out, but I, I feel guilty throwing out food. I don't like doing that. Anyway, because of that, because I feel guilty throwing out food, when I found a Twinkie under my bed, under my spare bed, there was a Twinkie. I have not been able to throw it out, but I also have not had the occasion to eat it yet. Under the bed. It was under the bed. Packaged, obviously. Of course, wrapped. Oh, my gosh. If it was unwrapped, I would have thrown it away, you weirdo. I'm pretty sure it would survive. It doesn't matter. I wouldn't eat a Twinkie that was 
unwrapped underneath they can, my bed. They can survive like nuclear warfare. It doesn't matter if they can survive it. Are you kidding me? Like there's dirt. Well, I mean, it's not dirty under there, but there's dust and my cat goes under there. My dog bed is under there. Why am I eating a Twinkie that's unwrapped? Who asks that question? Would I really keep the Twinkie if it was... Would you keep the Twinkie if it was unwrapped? I might leave it there for just for scientific purposes, but... Just to check it out what, for and ants, maintenance it over to time. Stu- to study an ant colony, you would leave know. a Twinkie underneath your bed? Would it decompose or would it even No, rot? you just said it would probably not. No, it wouldn't for a long time. Twinkies are, they're jacked full of preservatives. That mean they're going, that's going to stay. But it doesn't mean you're not going to attract mice or ants. I don't know. Well, just you, anyway. I know, you don't need to know that. I'm telling you, you leave open food around and you're going to attract critters. I that's mo- how it works. I more was just shocked that there was a Twinkie under the guest bed okay, but, and that was the location. But I know you're not as you're not dumb. Like you are very you have more common sense than I do. Why would you ask if the Twinkie was unwrapped when I tell you it's still just confirming. Just getting no, details here. This no, is a crime scene. We gotta dumb. make sure we get the details. No, why I'm yelling at you. That is ridiculous. I would not keep a Twinkie that was unwrapped. What kind of a person do you think I am? I really didn't think you would. I just was just confirming and moving on. Okay, it wasn't really the big part never, of the story here. No, we're never having these conversations again. I don't even even know what that unwrapped is that something you would do i don't know if i saw it okay i can't i can't anymore with you oh my gosh we're we we obviously cannot talk about food and this is like the you're off the deep end here we're just and i'm reacting to, you know how to press my buttons that's what you do you press my buttons because you know i'm gonna freak out about stupid stuff like this literally just wanted to know the tricky, not, where you found no, it and, that's stupid and i would not keep an unwrapped twinkie Okay, now we know. No, we already knew. You're the only one that would ever ask that question. It's okay. I'm seriously, we're never talking about food again. Anyway, the Twinkie is still in my cupboard uh, because it was wrapped under my bed, and I don't like to throw away food. And there was a time in my life when I ate Twinkies on a regular basis. <laughs> Maybe I'll save that for Super Bowl Sunday. Can That's you a imagine? Great Super Bowl snack. No, you're not allowed to weigh in anymore. You have lost your privileges talking about Twinkies. We're no. no yes. Come on, you can't do that to me. I'm sorry, I can't do Twinkie. what to you. No, we're we're no. This is where I pull rank. You're no longer allowed to talk to me about junk food or Twinkies because you. Ew, just ew, Jay. Something is wrong up here when it comes to snack food. Like, you and I are not, we're not. No, we're not. I know all the good snack foods. So. I don't, you wouldn't eat them if they were unwrapped in a store, right? If you came across one in a store and it was unwrapped, you wouldn't be like, oh, that's a great idea. It's, it's actually easier. It's more convenient. I'll just take the unwrapped one. Someone did the hard part. Something's wrong with you. Like, something, some things are wrong with you. Okay, we're going to do QB's QC. Now I'm so upset that I can't even have a regional. I can't even. Never mind. Here's our latest sports update. I don't know. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. 
You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. what we're going to do next because I'm so mad. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. Hurry back to throw. And it is. Is it lost? Oh my goodness, it's lost. DeAndre Hopkins caught it. Back from under center. Steps back. Throws the fade. Cooper Cup's got it. Touchdown LA. Burrow back to throw. Looking. Firing deep go. for Chase in the end zone. Oh, He's yeah. got it. Yes. Touchdown. Hey. Joe Burrow and the Bengals. Mahomes fires for the end zone. Caught. It's time for QB News on After Hours. Totally unrelated to Twinkies or QB News, I need some new Sharpies. Going to get some real colorful Sharpies for the Super Bowl. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. Yes, we are down to two. The Eagles and the Chiefs. I've got people telling me that's it. I'm not watching the Super Bowl. I'm going to make a movie night out of it. Uh Uh-huh. I don't believe you for a second. Because you want to see what Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs might cook up against Jalen Hurts and the Eagles. Travis Kelsey and his brother hosted Jalen Hurts recently on the New Heights podcast. Why? Well, because Jalen is uh, the quarterback that stands behind Jason Kelsey and takes those snaps. So he was talking about Patrick Mahomes, meaning Jalen. And it was kind of fun to hear the reaction of Travis Kelsey. I never topped it up with you in person, and I have a lot of respect for your quarterback. Tell me about him, like, what makes him him? I would say very similar in terms of uh, the motivation that he has to be the best person he can be. Yeah, He's an ultimate competitor. Just a guy that it doesn't matter if you're playing cards, it doesn't matter if you're playing pickleball in the backyard, whatever it is, golf, it doesn't matter what it is, he's competing and he's trying to be the best him at everything. And if he's not the best over the course of the game, he's going to find a niche. He's going to do as much as he can mentally to gain as much knowledge about something or use his knowledge from another, you know, sport or altercation or something. Situation. Exactly. And adapt it or or put it into the situation at hand. So he's beating you at all that? I got that same juice. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Who's winning the pickleball? Actually, it's probably even fight. He's got me on the ping pong table. Golf? I still haven't beat him in golf. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, all the greats, whether it's quarterback or any other position, are extremely competitive for better or worse to the point where sometimes it's abrasive to the people around them. But that drive and that passion 
definitely keeps them going. So that is the New Heights podcast, the Kelsey Brothers with Jalen Hurts. I dare say that at some point we will want to hear what the Kelsey brothers have to say about being in the Super Bowl together, but there was not a new edition of their podcast on Monday. It comes out on Wednesday. But this edition with Jalen Hurts, was it was fun. It was a lot of uh, cool material and joking around. Uh, so then Jalen was asked about what it's like to take snaps from the other Kelsey, Jason. That's a very unique way of snapping the ball. Every quarterback that I've ever played with hates how I snap the ball. <laughs> Is it getting to you quick? Fast. <laughs> it's up on you. You know, Nolan people, Ryan, the center people, right here. People always ask me, why is your stance so low? I'm like, I got to be in an athletic position to catch the ball when it's coming. I remember um, my rookie year when I came in. Like, I come in, I have a couple plays here and out throughout mm-hmm. the game. Oh, yeah. And uh, I go in there and fumble the snap because I just wasn't ready like I wasn't in the position. Some of them were bad snaps. <laughs> I'd snap it fast. And I snap it fast because I want my hand back. <laughs> <laughs> That's about it. I got stuff to do. He man. always asks me, like, how was that snap? Mm-hmm. Or if there's, like, an MA in the backfield or something like that, he's, mm-hmm. like, kind of like, I know he's he's thinking about it. If he snapped it good or not, I'm like, hey, you good, baby. Might have been me. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Can I just tell you, Jay and I have both kind of wondered about why Jalen Hurts gets down in the defensive slide position like he's playing basketball when he's about to receive a snap and then hear Jason say, I got things to do. I need my hand back. It's true. I've always felt like centers were at a huge disadvantage because they not only have to have their hands underneath and behind a snap, but then they have to hurry up and get their hands back in position to block. So that really fascinating because I'm a total nerd. But Jason Kelsey, Travis Kelsey, the New Heights podcast with Jay. Jalen Hurts as a precursor to what's to come for Super Bowl Sunday. Andy Reid, not only is he facing his former team, but he will be one of the head coaches for the first Super Bowl ever to feature two African-American quarterbacks. Uh, And he was asked about that on Monday. The biggest thing is they're really good. And um, I I think that uh, is a tribute to the kids. Um, the kids is, yeah. I mean, that's unique. It is. It is unique. I don't ever look at it that way. I, I just, I, I look at. I don't really care what what color you are. You, you know, if you, you, you're a good player, which at that position takes a tremendous amount of time and effort. Um, I can really appreciate that, and I, I've never been one that really looked at the color part of it. Um, uh, where I grew up, we had everybody. <laughs> everybody was a part of part of the equation and that's uh someday i hope that's the way it all works and uh you, you, you as we go on you'll never have to be asked a question like this again and i mean you know i i understand why you're asking it for her absolutely but um you know it's a it's a tribute to the kids though i mean they're both of them are phenomenal players and i'm i'm happy for for both of them I suppose if you're if you're Andy Reid, you're allowed to call them kids after the life and the football that you have seen. It's after hours on CBS Sports Radio. We'll hear more from the kids, a lot from the kids these next two weeks. Uh, we did not hear from Joe Burrow with the Bengals exit interviews on Monday, but we did hear Zach Taylor about Joe Burrow and this looming contract negotiation. That starts now uh, internally. And so, again, just wrapped up with the team today. And as you go forward, you get a chance to start talking about Joe and and all the other players that are up. 
So Joe Burrow, one of those quarterbacks that will not be in Phoenix. The other, of course, is the Niners and Brock Purdy. Uh, the last we knew, a, a torn UCL, which is painful, of course, and really delays his development in the offseason. He is hoping to avoid surgery. The team is recommending it, but he is getting a second opinion. Uh, one more, and this is a former NFL QB who... I guess uh, it was a news dump with the Cowboys. Mutual parting of ways for Kellen Moore. And the news was revealed over the weekend. Kind of dwarfed by Championship Sunday. But here's Ian Rappaport with extra details. Kellen Moore, who did not get fired, but did part ways with the Dallas Cowboys. Literally had a job in about five minutes. In fact, while he was still employed with the Cowboys, the Los Angeles Chargers reached out, requested permission to speak with Kellen Moore, knowing there was a chance. In the right circumstance, he would agree to go to another place, and Mike McCarthy, the Cowboys coach, would allow him to do that. The Chargers started talking to him. The conversations went well. It's very clear. Kellen Moore was going to be the Los Angeles Chargers offensive coordinator. That is exactly what happened. was announced a couple hours later after Brandon Staley informed all the other candidates. And really, this was one of the more coveted coordinator jobs around. Why? Well, you get to work with Justin Herbert. <laughs> yeah, you do. But not just Herbert. Uh, Herbert, who averaged, oh, I think it's just shy of 300 passing yards per game. He hit the passing offense for the Chargers, third in the league. But they were middle of the road in points per game. So there is room for improvement. Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Austin Eckler. There's a lot there. And so good for Kellen Moore to start fresh. It's After Hours, CBS Sports Radio. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 